0: This week on The Uncommon Truth, Steve and Vicki take time to answer your questions. You won't want to miss it. You are listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Oroville where we discuss Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is available anywhere podcasts can be found, so make sure you subscribe, leave a rating, a review, and let us know what you think, so that more people can get involved with the conversations about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. Welcome back to The Uncommon Truth. My name is Max, and I'm hey. here with Steve and Vicki Orsillo, and we're going to be doing a another question and answer. Oh, no. really? Question and answer from our no. listeners. Oh boy. The last one went over so well that we got a flood of new questions. Is it really a flood? We did get a flood. I have people besides our team. Yeah, more than. So the first time we were like, hey, we want some questions. We got a few from listeners, and we wanted some more, so we sent it out to the rest of our our staff team at the father's house, and they proved to us that they hadn't been listening to the show because they're like, you know, what'd be really good is if we had a, you know, if Steve talked about this for, you know, an hour. And he did. we're like well he did and it was a few days ago actually so that was
1: the one that came out
0: monday yeah so yeah (laughs) those are those are the ones we when people proved that they hadn't listened but when we called them out they didn't feel too bad because they still didn't listen yeah they cannot
1: get enough of us see what i'm saying (laughs) so we're going to be
0: doing a little bit of that um and but we're we're going to be celebrating as you're listening to this vicky's Vicki's birthday was earlier this week, so yep, she 25. brought herself some, some trivia about For you
2: guys. I brought you some. I was born in 19... 57. 57. So I got some trivia for you, Max and Steve. See if you can okay. figure this out. Okay. Great. In 1957, a gallon, a gallon of milk sold for...
0: A nickel. 35 cents. Dollar. Dollar.
2: A loaf of bread sold for...
0: 59 cents. 27
1: cents.
2: 19 Remember, Ooh. it was five for a dollar. Don't yeah. you remember five oh, for a yeah. dollar? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, of course I do. Okay,
2: a gallon of gas sold for
0: in 23 70.
1: cents. I'd say 23 cents.
2: Yeah, go a little, just a little bit higher.
1: 25 cents. Oh, you would lose because cents. 24, 24 wow, cents a gallon. Pretty good. I
2: do remember 25.9 uh, cents a gallon. I remember
1: okay. 20. I remember 19.9 on road trips through uh, through uh, places like Nevada. Yeah, but
2: you're way older. In 1956, <laughs> it probably sold for. Them.
0: <laughs> I was in '56. I was a baby.
2: Okay, um, how much did a new house sell for? The average in 1957.
0: Twenty-three thousand. Twenty-five hundred.
2: No, Steve. Twenty thousand. No. Yeah. Twenty thousand. No. Yeah.
1: 1957.
2: 20. It's the average.
1: I think your thing is wrong. It's
2: average. Well, it depends where you live, but as far the national average, I think probably a car sold for. What what a car sell for?
1: About twelve hundred. 1100
2: 3500 2000 yeah. 2000 mm-hmm. I think you like,
1: answer your trivia Who thing was, was the
2: president when, when uh, in 1957 Steve?
1: 57 should have been Eisenhower
0: Who came after Eisenhower?
1: Yeah, it might have been after
0: I think he got married. I think he right, got elected in 50. True, true, uh, Eisenhower replaced Truman in office, right?
1: Yeah, who replaced Eisenhower? Kennedy
0: Fifty-seven,
1: because yes. Kennedy in 58, died in eighty. So Eisenhower fifty-seven.
2: So it was it was it was Eisenhower. I'm not okay. gonna let you lose it. Uh, yeah. These people are gonna be bored. And then the number one popular song in 1957
0: was. Lipstick on your collar. <laughs> no.
2: I'm all shook up. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Elvis. Hey hey. hey. Yeah. I've been
0: watching the NHL playoffs and, oh boy. and the Vegas Golden Knights win a game. They uh, they play Viva Las Vegas. Viva, I think that's the classiest Las song. Vegas. When it, when they Who win. was
2: the female lead in that?
0: I have no idea. What, in the movie Ann, or the, the song? In the movie. The movie. Anne Margaret. Anne Margaret. Was say was that her say first that name or last name? That's her whole Which name. Anne Ann is, Ann is her first name. Okay.
2: She was a redhead and she it, was the, a the way the the um, tabloids went back then is that her and Elvis. Had a thing mm. in Viva a Las Vegas. affair. She was a ginger.
0: She was okay. gorgeous.
2: Yeah, he, <laughs> look at Steve's face.
0: <laughs> she was a little bit old for you then if, if she was the lead like, in 1957.
1: Well, I don't care. You show me a 80-year-old picture of a gorgeous woman, she was still gorgeous. It so <laughs> doesn't change the fact that she was gorgeous because she got old.
0: Well, the first question I actually wanted to ask you is about a different woman. Oh, boy. Uh, somebody, somebody wanted to hear. So last week we talked about salvation, and you alluded to the day that you met Jesus. Yes. Which was March, is it March 10th, 1975? Okay. Probably around 20,000 days ago, something like that. Uh, we could tell you, actually, we did the fact check, which I didn't read last time. So we have our fact checker. Um, I think it was around, well, this is for Vicki. This is how long.
1: 15,000.
0: Yeah. This is how long Vicki was a Christian. Last week. 15,000 and eighty six days, 86 and I'm
2: only days. I'm only forty nine years old. That's amazing. wow. That's amazing, right? That's so fifteen thousand uh, days. I <laughs> said I was born <laughs> in 1957, and I'm only forty nine. Well, it's a common math. I kept
1: track for me up till ten
0: thousand. What is it again? Fifteen rate. what? Fifteen thousand and eighty six days. Is that this week? So I Seven. guess by now it would be fifteen thousand and ninety three days. I'm almost
2: sixteen thousand.
0: You've got well, you've got another 12 no, thousand, oh. thousand. To go. Speaking of thousands, though, 50. we are over ten thousand downloads. Of that's the a, that's truth. good. My so mother, 10, my uh, I was going to
2: say my mother did it, but she's passed away. <laughs>
0: that's oh my horrible. gosh! <laughs> That'd be like sending ballots to the cemeteries, right? <laughs> yes, that's you know.
2: All my cousins. Thank you for all the people who've downloaded. That's 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 impressive. That
0: is a good amount. So every time that.
2: I download it, loaded it for ten thousand times, it really worked.
0: Well, it's actually, I can tell how many different people (laughs) have listened. So in a normal week, we have around uh, 300 different people. In a normal month, we have around 300 different people listening. That's that's amazing. Thank you,
2: you, the world.
0: And I got an update from our fact checker. Steve, you've been a Christian for, do you want to guess? Go ahead. No, No, guess. 20,000 days. It's sixteen thousand six hundred and twelve days. Wow, that wasn't very close. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, five, like Moses, five years is only about fifteen hundred days, right? So, right. There you go. There so, you go.
2: We're, we've been we've been Christians a long time. Yeah, I
0: went way over. And you guys are okay. over thirty thousand days together. Wow. I hate being it's
2: wrong. Great. So and You know what's
0: we, amazing about that?
2: We still like each other. No, oh, no. no, no. That's, that's easy
1: because you're <laughs> easy to like. Um, Even as grumpy as you get, you're easy to like. He
2: thinks I'm the grumpier one. (laughs) So she is.
1: But anyway. um, He
2: said behind closed doors, I'm the grumpiest.
0: (laughs) Oh, by far. That was our last Q&A if you want to go back and listen to it. Let's
1: go back to uh, what was the question? I lost my head. Oh, oh, the days. 16,612
0: days ago. So for
1: 16,612 days, I can tell you that the Lord has been faithful in my life. And it's amazing. I used to keep track of it because it was amazing to me that he didn't take days off from me and it was really it, it really is it is right. to me it's awe-inspiring it'll bend my knee it'll cause a tear I mean it just uh, it's just why me what, why you, what, you just you just stay with me yeah hmm. and um, I remember Sam Gamgee in the movie uh, Fellowship of the Ring the um you should you know um uh, he says, you stay. Don't you leave him, Sam Gamgee. Don't she, you leave him. And he was quoting what the, the lady of the woods told him that his job on this mission was do not leave him. Don't you leave him. Don't you leave him. And I, I you know, I'm always telling that to people who are lost and come come to us and they get these great results. And then you see him fading away. Don't leave. Don't leave. Look how well it went to walk with us. Last week was follow me or two weeks ago was follow me. And that's really why. You stay with me. Don't you leave him. Mm -hmm. Don't you leave him. You stay with him. Good. And you'll, you know, and I, I just for 16,600 days, he's just stay, every day, stayed with me. That's good. You know, that's what's so amazing about the day count to me.
0: That's cool. So cool. It really is. I knew somebody who kept a ball bearing for every single day, and they had two really big uh, cylindrical, kind of like uh, things that you leave spaghetti in, something like that on the counter, and he had two of them, and he had ball bearings on one side, and he had, uh, and he kind of every day he'd take one from the left cylinder, and he'd drop it in the wow. other one to remind himself that he this so was one more day that he had, and they're not infinite, wow. and uh, that the Lord's with him today, and and so he's got so many days to idea. work for the Lord, and I I, don't, I asked him like, well, how do you know how many to put in the, the the. Source cylinder. He's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I good. just, he, he's like my actuary and kind of figured out how long I was probably going to live based on how I eat and what I work out. And so he's, he said, like 76 years. And so I put one one ball bearing for every day for 76 years. And
1: you know what he's going to say on that last day with that last ball bearing when he starts feeling sick? What's that? I wish I'd have put more ball bearing. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so uh, that's a cool way to look at it. But I wanted to tell, I wanted to hear the story. So somebody asked, they they've heard this story and they want to hear you tell it on the podcast. Um, they want to know about 1,613 days ago, or maybe it's the 12th day. Why
1: I went forward at an altar?
0: How did you get to this altar at this Christian conference? You had said that you didn't even really like Christians, and you he ended hated. up at this. No, no, no Christian I hated them. <laughs> I literally hated he them. Hated How Christians. did you get there? I tell looked for ways. No, to no, hurt let's them.
2: clarify. I didn't not like them. I hated them. okay yeah
1: they made me sick and uh but I hated most people I mean they they weren't he was very grumpy they weren't special they were just they were human beings having a good time when I wasn't yeah you were miserable and I was miserable inside myself I hated me and my brother who my older brothers were kind of heroes to me this one didn't really pay much attention to me but he was cool Mm -hmm. the other one paid a lot of attention to me but wasn't cool and so I hung out with him and and, uh, Shout out to the brothers. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, <laughs> I got real close to the oldest one, mm-hmm. And this one here, he, invited, he asked me if I would help him move out of his house because he had to get to Colorado, Colorado Springs, to marry his girlfriend that I knew very well.
2: Mm-hmm. And, they, and they were
1: Christians. So uh, I went to the house Bloody to Jesus. help him move, and I got there. And he gets up in the morning and goes to school. It's his last couple days of school before the break to go get married. And he's graduating becoming a civil engineer and all that he has to take a test but he's you know graduated with his degree and so he goes off and leaves me at home all day and i'm like i came here to load this you all and we're just sitting here and nothing's packed there's not a box packed or anything
2: no cable tv
1: no nothing there was there was before that in those days so i spent all day listening to america and fleetwood mac and all this all these different Mm -hmm. on his on with records records are a vinyl because you
2: were bent through the desert on
1: a horse with no name so anyway phone rings and it's one of those tied to the phone loud you know i'm going Mm -hmm. to answer it and i answer the phone and this guy says where's stella (laughs) and i said you've got the wrong number which was common in those days you've got the wrong number he says you quit you lying to me he just goes on man he just starts (laughs) he just you're there with my stella and I don't know why I didn't hang up, because he doesn't know what he dialed. He didn't know which number he would misdialed. But I was, like, stuck. And there was no Star 29 or anything like yeah. that. You couldn't find out who I was. No digital anything. It was rotary phones. You know, bam, the whole deal. And he starts describing how he's going to cut me from my groin to my head, cut my head off and crap down my neck. I mean, he's, I mean, he's just going to. He, I mean he he's describing Too the much. whole 9 yards. I mean, and I'm just saying in really my say eyes I am an 18-year-old, you know, from a from a you know, uh, white bread neighborhood that just, you know, we don't have those kind of troubles. And I'm in There's Stockton, no California, Kill- with no a, and Killers. he lives in the load Rider neighborhood, so I know I I'm in a rough neighborhood anyway. So he goes on and on. I'm coming over there right now, and you're with my Stella, and you tell Stella I'm well, going to This guy do-
0: doesn't know where you're at, right?
1: Well, he, <laughs> logically, you think it through, and there's no way he can find me. But in, when someone's threatening your life and telling you he's going to kill Stella too, um, and, and how he's going <laughs> to so cut her up, her. he's describing to you how he's going to cut her up in pieces, and you tell her I said so. And I'm just like, dude, you got the wrong number. I, wouldn't say I wasn't saying no one even that calm, but I was just like, uh, finally I hung up. So there I am sitting, not the sho- sharpest I'm knife in the drawer, <laughs> trying to convince myself he don't know where I live. There's no, he doesn't know what number he dialed wrong. He got a wrong number. He missed. God. He misdialed, <laughs> mis- and so every time I hear a noise, I'm peeking out the window. I, there were blinds, and I'm peeking between the blinds. And it's all day long, man. I'm freaking out. I don't even play music so I can hear when the Stella Killer comes, right? (laughs) And so I got this Stella Killer guy coming, and I've got a bat. I'm walking around with a a tennis racket in one hand and a (laughs) base softball bat in the other hand, and I'm going to fend off the Stella Killer. So all of a sudden I hear this car door, boom, boom. I look out. It's my brother. I open the door. I'm freaking out. God,
2: you're home, right? Yeah, he
1: walks right by (laughs) me. Did you hug him? No, he walks right by me. Goes in the bedroom, and I'm saying, what are you doing? Aren't we going to load this truck? And he goes, no, I'm going to a concert. A concert? What are you talking about? He goes, "He goes, yeah, it's a Christian concert. I didn't think you'd want to go. You stay here. You know, older brother telling little mm-hmm. brother. And um, I said, you're out of your mind. I'm not staying here. There's some guy said he's coming <laughs> over to gut me. So I'm like, there's no chance on earth I'm staying home waiting for the Stella Killer. And the Stella Mamer, he's just you know this guy's bad, bad news. So I jump in the car. He's not, and he's trying to get away from me, really, because because you would pu- you would if he said I, I told him you say Jesus to me again, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. <laughs> and so you know he's leaving me to go to a Christian concert. He's not inviting me because I'm so offended by everything Christian. <laughs> yeah. So I go to this Christian concert, and all these knuckleheads are in there just praise the praise this, praise the Lord that, and hey brother, and so I, I listen to the music and it was just like rock and roll music it was brian and duncan it was, he's
2: very famous actually. and it was sweet comfort. you
1: know sweet comfort band and they They're were just great. singing all these songs and i was rocking out you know i didn't care what they were singing you know sweet salvation i didn't care mm-hmm. what they were saying it was kind of cool
2: and stella killer didn't know where you were
1: and i was not i was you know maybe the stella killer went and saw the house was empty and gave up i don't know but i was there i was you know at this christian concert driven there by this Wrong number. That logically, no way the guy could find me. But I've called him the Stella Killer from for for every day since. And I went forward when the guy gave an altar call. Man, I went up there kind of angry and said, "Hey, I I'd, I'm not going to change, and mm. unless you know, unless you can prove he's real." And the guy said, "Well, if he comes into your say this prayer to me, and he comes into your heart, are you willing to change your life? Let him change you." And I said, "Yeah." So I prayed that prayer, and bam. My life was completely different.
0: And the next 16,000 and 612. 612, 16, 612 days have been...
1: The same thing really every great. day of His presence in my life, my awareness of His presence, my practicing of Him being with me. It's, uh, his eyes are upon me for good. His hand is upon me for good. Um, he's very forgiving. Every once in a while, He gets a little mad at me. I, I've had Him, do, you know, <laughs> pin me to the wall a couple of times and just... Just remind me who I am. You know, this is not who you're called to be. This is who you're called to be. And uh, he's never rejected me. And I've never rejected him from that day. And it was a light to dark. It was a dark to light experience. And it was all based on some guy got a wrong number Hmm. to a young man who just hated Christians and wanted nothing to do with Christianity, was so fed up by the church, swore he'd never go to church again and just basically hated everybody. Hmm. And this guy got a wrong number and drove me to a christian concert where i was honest enough to listen and say hey if what you're saying is true i'll try it but if it's not man screw you i'm out of here
0: wow you ever wonder what happened to stella
2: we pray for stella i have prayed for stella because (laughs) i don't know
1: how she convinced him i wasn't at her house (laughs) because he thinks he dialed her house (laughs) yeah yeah what are you doing my stella Right. Uh, I don't know anyone
0: Everybody. named Stella. My
1: my grandma Stella.
0: <laughs> oh no. But I think
1: she's way too old for you, like ninety. <laughs> That's crazy. That's good.
0: I've heard you tell that story before, but it gives a good bit of context to yeah. the the night of the going forward at the altar with the band. And, and he
2: just we just recently told his brother came to visit at our house, and he told him. He, Told um, him,
0: I told him the stage. and, and he it. didn't
2: know. He didn't know that. He,
1: I didn't know he didn't know.
2: He's like, what? What? Because he said, I'm not going to ask him to go to the concert. He threatened to punch me in the face. I was <sighs> actually at the gas station one time, and I said, Praise the Lord, and he was going <laughs> to, you were going to punch him right there. Oh the yeah, face. I was
1: not shy, man. I, had, my older brother had picked on me a lot in my life. I was mm-hmm. little, but by the time I was 18, I was way bigger than him. I mean, I was muscle bound, fast, you know. I'd had a lot of your scrapes in my life. Your muscle glistened in the. It um, wasn't any doubt easy. I was going to. If in I wanted to, I could sun. hurt him. And uh, <laughs> so I threatened him regularly about Jesus. Shut your mouth about Jesus. Michael Hold was persecuted. Him. And so what he said, his story was, and I remember it, he said he prayed to the Lord and said, I, I just, I feel so bad I've driven Steve away from you. Hmm. And I just want to be able to tell him about you because I know he grew up in that church too and he, he doesn't want to know you. And the Lord said, Well, I love him more than you. Trust me. Wow. Just go quit talking about me and let me work. That was 24 hours. I was coming to help him move. So it was 24 hours earlier that the Lord had said that to him. Yeah. And he, he and I I have to admit that first day and night, he didn't talk about Jesus at all. He just left me alone about my Jesus. And we talked about tennis or basketball or whatever. Yeah. I think we played tennis that first night. And, um, so he did what the Lord told him to do. And the Lord uh, negotiated the Stella call, if you ask me, and drove yeah. in kind yeah. of like a sheepdog biting at the butt of the cows to get him. <laughs> or a cow cow dog biting at the butt of the cattle to get them to go. And I was bitten in the butt by the Stella killer to get running towards Jesus.
2: That's amazing. Where awesome.
1: God intercepted me in a concert. There were 2,000 people there, and I'm the only one that went forward.
2: We've actually got a hold of Brian Duncan, told told him a little bit. He's the uh, singer mm-hmm. who was fairly successful. Like I said, he still loves Jesus, still on the road. And I actually wrote to Brian Duncan telling him about, you know, who Steve's become because of his faithfulness. I mean, for you know, as a pastor, to have one person that, you know, responds like Steve has, you know, it's pretty, it, it'd make you feel pretty good about yeah. your, your ministry. So he responded very yeah, nicely. Yeah, they sacrificed
1: a lot to be on the road yeah. like that.
2: Yeah. That's really cool. Bless yeah. sweet comfort.
0: So we got a, a few more. Um, the first few questions. I'm not sure we'll get to all of them, but uh, come from Jen from Orville, okay. and um, and she she listens to the show all the time. We were at her. My girls go to her dance class. Okay. Um, oh, so little. Hey, Jen. Little Hi, Jen. dance class. She wanted to shout you guys out, and she wanted to say just a quick shout out for to Stephen Vicky for helping me know that I'm loved at the Father's wow. house. It's been a journey, but I'm glad I'm brave enough and learning to trust Jesus enough to stay at this church. And, um, and it's pretty cool. You go to dance on a Tuesday, and she wants to talk about the the podcast that came out on Monday.
2: That's so fun. that's pretty cool. And she put on, um, there's a picture of our granddaughter we got a few days ago, um, Brielle, our oldest granddaughter, doing the splits in front of a sign at Jen's um, Strive Dance Studio, and it says, further up and farther in, which is her um, pop braille as papa or steve um he, that's what he always says further mm-hmm. up and farther in it's obviously c.s lewis yeah but on their dance, dance they actually was an homage to you until they found i think they thought it was you made a famous which is kind of cool and it they is thought that is C. Cool. c.s lewis and you but that's pretty yeah. good company so, so thank so you so her
0: question uh she listened to two weeks ago we had the uh the question or uh, the Conditional. the one it's about uh who should we uh who should we follow and how should we lead and it was about following me as I follow Christ, mm-hmm. right? The, the, that's one of your main teachings. And she was listening to that, and she wanted to know. In there, you said something about, I'd been trying to run the church like a CEO, and, and I realized I needed to run the church like a family, like the father of a family. And she wanted to know, uh, was it difficult to change over to that style? Um, and how, how did that go for you? How did the church family or the, the congregation and community respond to that?
1: Well, there's two answers to that question. <laughs> One is super easy because being a father is just comes natural to me. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy just to fall back on what you are, your nature is. So my part was great. But uh, 99% of the people left the church immediately. Okay. And so we went down to almost no people. Mm. Um, a young girl from Canada named Lisa, who is now Bowers not, and was Marziali back then, she came from Toronto, from the School of Ministry. She had been there with my daughter, Nicole, and Nicole had invited her to come home with her and work this ministry. So she came, they lived together, came to, actually lived in our house at first, and it was really easy. We just started fathering Lisa, mm-hmm. and it grew to another person, and another person, and another, one at a time. And so uh, crashing the church <laughs> broke our hearts and it was really hard. And all those people, we loved them so much, and they just deserted us. And really, they kind of deserted us in a mean way, Mm -hmm. and it hurt really bad. And so that part was horridly hard. But uh, being father and mother and go ahead and accepting that the church is one or two people and maybe five and then eight and then 12 and then 16, you know, that that turned out to be, looking back, the greatest days of our lives, the Mm. greatest decision, the best decision, and truly for me, other than the busyness of multiple, you know, being willing to be a father, a spiritual father to 40 or 50 individuals, uh, which is a lot of work and a lot of it takes a lot of time. They always yeah. need to ask me questions mm-hmm. and they always want advice. And so that can be tiresome at the at, at worst. The worst case is it's tiring. Yeah. And the best case is it on your birthday, which was just two weeks ago, I guess mm-hmm. uh, you get an outpouring of love that you never dreamed a man who hated everybody wasn't loved very much. Didn't get what he deserved. Didn't get much affection from anybody because I was a man who hated everybody. Therefore I got like kind. Yeah. You go fast forward 45 years and look at my birthday today and how many people love me and how many people I love. Well, that, that, that fathering it. it, So both groups said they loved me. I said, I love both groups. The first church that fell apart and the second church. Mm-hmm. I'd always done youth ministry as a father, never as a CEO. And those kids said they love me. And, I, you know, they do. They to this day have great memories of me. And we have great, you know, they're, they're obviously 50 years old now. But um, the, um, the second group that grew out of the fathering, uh, they they love with their life. They love with mm-hmm. everything. They love by following. They love by by uh, really laying down their lives. The first group just blam. no second thought. Just deserted. Mm-hmm. So I love you, but gotta go. Right, you know. Yeah. And never think of you again. And so it really wasn't very. Really, there was. It wasn't even real. It just was so phony on their part. But on my part, it wasn't phony at all. I still see every one of them. I see.
2: I still love my that.
1: heart aches for them because they're most 90 percent of them almost almost all of them are outside the church not serving the lord yeah i look out in the crowd and i see one of them in my crowd today my heart leaps with joy Wow! it leaps with joy you've come home mm-hmm. you've come at least to visit it's like a kid that came to visit after not talking to you for six years or something yeah. my heart leaps for joy I, lo- I loved you proof that i loved you you didn't love me mm-hmm. and so that's a really hard part of that part yeah but being a father and a mother to these just really starting to mother and father and knowing I knew I came up and told Vicki that and she said that we needed a father and mother we need parent instead of boss uh, she said that's it she was just like that's the secret right there we're it's going to be so good I said okay but understand this it takes 18 years to raise a child so <laughs> let's say let's say a, let's say spiritual children are a third of that that's still five years six years
0: before they can do anything on their own.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, yep. we. so this is going to be a long road. And we got one. And maybe we don't get the second one for three years. And the third one at nine years. And so you're really talking about a slow process of building some really strong, phenomenal leaders. And it really did go like that, kind
2: of. At first.
1: At first, it went very slow start. It's but accelerated. it accelerated to some pretty amazing, amazing uh, yeah. results. And uh, just true love on my birthday it just was it's shocking and the ones that forgot on my birthday or just missed it they didn't think of it mm-hmm. they they went on Facebook the next day and saw it they, they couldn't hold back jumped on and said hey I I'm so sorry I forgot I never got to it yesterday yeah. but I wanted to tell you so I actually got two days of it
2: because you were depressed in the day after your birthday weren't you
1: well I was really sad And so I said I'm so depressed she said why I go because it's
0: not my birthday anymore <laughs> i was kidding though
2: yeah Yeah. i'm not depressed he's not depressed well that's
0: really cool that's uh that's a good thing i'm sure jen will she's so diligent at listening thank you thanks jen we might have time for a couple more of your questions later um the next question comes all the way from manitoba canada we like manitoba so the interlake it's called the interlake because it's the fertile farmland. Fertile farmland
1: do they eat don't, don't cheese say curd. Then. They do. Don't, they don't do eat it. cheese don't curds in it. their poutine. Eh?
0: And they poutine. Okay, okay. go ahead. Right. They do. From the where? I interrupted you. From the Manitoba, where? Manitoba, Canada. The Welcome. Interlake of, of the Canada, Interlake between two of the bigger, bigger lakes in the world. Actually, that no Americans really know exists because okay. it's in Manitoba, Canada. Yes. They're not called the between, Great Lakes. Well, this is no. They're bigger than than like half of the Great Lakes, wow. but they're not deemed great. But it's Lake. Get this, Lake Winnipeg and Lake Manitoba. Really, <laughs> really ingenuity. Great <laughs> really you know. right.
1: ingenuity, man. So, imagination.
0: <laughs> Emily asks. Okay, Emily. Uh, hey, Emily, you've, you've t- talked about the baptism of the Holy Spirit during online church and live streams, and and a little bit on the podcast. What does that mean, and what does it look like?
1: Mm. For me, it's an overwhelming of the Holy Spirit. A lot of, a lot of different religious methodologies, like Pentecostalism or other kinds. Uh, just you know uh, what's that other dang it though the evangelical church has come and had different definitions you must speak in tongues you must do this you must do that and I personally think that they are extremely limiting in their description to me um, the only manifestation of the baptism of the Holy Spirit is what we're talking about that that born again Experience being filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized in the fire of the Holy Spirit, which that doesn't mean trials. That means um, purity, that purifies your soul, forgives you, removes your your sin as far as the east is from the west, and that Holy Spirit presence in your life. A great many people will have something like that, a decision, and then they'll turn their affection away from God and His presence in their life, His holiness in you, to a great many worship the Bible. Hmm. Uh, we we hold the high Bible in great high esteem, but do not worship it. We hold it as high as... We, we believe it as much as anyone I've ever known, but we don't worship it. It is not God. He is God. And some people want the Holy Spirit to be the third person of the Trinity, but the truth is He is God. Hmm. God is not divided in three of equal... Of, of different values. It's He is one. The Lord your God is one. But He manifests through the Holy Spirit. It is honestly, Jesus is the Holy Spirit. And the Father is the Holy Spirit. And and Jesus is the Father. And the Father is Jesus. Jesus told us all this. Mm -hmm. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit means simply the immersion to to be, if you can picture somebody in a bubble, living in a bubble full of water, they live in a water bubble. They are immersed in water. They would have to breathe water. So they'd have to have you know, be like a fish breathing water and, and get their oxygen out of the water. Well, immersion in the Holy Spirit is like a Holy Spirit bubble in your life. Does it mean nothing bad happens to you? Heaven forbid. It means that when bad things happen, you don't you don't then decide he's not real. You live in a bubble of Holy Spirit. You can't deny him. He is part of you. Hmm. He lives in you. And for me, the baptism of the Holy Spirit comes through an awareness and acceptance of that presence in your life. It comes through a prayer, a downloading. I lay hands on you and the Holy spirit will come upon you. And people have, I've seen people have very minor, like this is like a quiver and change their life for good. Hmm. And I've seen people have a, they fly back 10 feet and land on their back and bounce boom 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 you would think they probably hit their floor on a concrete head on the concrete and you wonder if they're okay and you run over there and they're giggling oh, what are you talking about i saw one guy fall and it was like million dollar baby he hit a chair on the way down with his head and i thought oh he broke his neck i can't believe that he oh, didn't man. have blood he didn't have anything he just bounced and so I've seen the Holy Spirit come upon people in such forceful and powerful ways, just in overwhelming ways where they do speak in tongues. They do prophesy. They do scream sometimes. They shake. They rattle. They roll. And I've seen it with this quiver. Mm-hmm. I know that I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. I received another baptism in the Holy Spirit one time with a quiver, just a shudder. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, there you are. You just away. I just i lost touch with his daily presence for a minute there. Yep. and i said i need another i need another level of your anointing in my life i'm sorry that i've i've kind of maybe walked out of my bubble or something but or i've quit i've quit feeling it or something and i felt this Stop little paying shudder attention
0: to I, it yeah i yeah.
1: felt this little shudder i went oh there you are mm-hmm. that's all I wanted all uh, to be honest with you all i wanted was to know he's still with me mm-hmm. and he shuddered me i just felt it. it was goosebumps the whole thing and it was as if it went by me it went through me and i just said oh you're still here good i still am you can't be around me and not feel the fire of the holy spirit in me you can't you can't look at me and not see that i am driven by the holy spirit i i mean i when i open my mouth to speak for him to, i got to tell you the truth and is i don't have much to say and yet you can't shut me up on this podcast because the fire of the holy spirit comes mm. through me it, it, it pours out of me the wisdom of God. The, it, the wisdom of God people think is a separate thing. It's not. It's God. Mm. God is His wisdom and His wisdom is Him. And the wisdom of God comes out of me and I like he's, he's flowing through me. And to me that's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's described as water, It's described as fire, it's described as spirit. and it is so clearly the immersing of the Holy Spirit. It isn't done through quiet times and prayer. It is done through the blood of Jesus Christ cleansing you. This group over here does it by an hour of prayer a day. This group over here does it by 24-hour worship. This group over here does it by reading the Bible. I don't know how they do it by reading the Bible. They do. People Mm -hmm. are completely changed. I knew a guy named Elwood, and he was such a spirit-filled man, but didn't even – I don't even know that he would ever say he believed in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. As, as visible through signs and wonders he probably would have described it more like I do that for me he was a sign and a wonder his gentleness his kindness his fruit Yeah. to me the baptism of the Holy Spirit in a nutshell is judged is, is determined you know you've had it or don't have it by the fruit of the Holy Spirit okay. which we all know peace patience kindness goodness all of those things that's the baptism of the Holy Spirit has he changed you were you going this way and now you're going that way? Mm-hmm. Were you this kind of person? Can you have you have a testimony like I did? I was selfish and now I'm not. Yeah, I hated people and now I don't.
0: Well, we have we have a guy who talked a couple of weeks ago in our in our team staff meeting. Uh, his name's Larry and he'd spent a lot of his life making some pretty bad decisions. He he'd say I was a pretty bad dude, and um, and he, huh? so he he said. You know, I knew I, I kind of had always questioned after I became a Christian, I, I would sometimes still think the same way I used to think. And um, and I would still do this. I, I wouldn't do the same things, but I would th- kind of think the same things. Made me think I was still the same guy underneath. But then something happened, and I reacted in a completely different way, and I surprised myself by how I acted. This is wh- what Larry said. and he, and, um, and he's like, yeah, I realized at that point, that Jesus had actually changed me. I wasn't that guy anymore. I wasn't that bad dude. I had actually done something that was completely impossible for that old guy to do, mm-hmm. and and so that's kind of I don't know. That's what I think about when I think of w- when I heard you talking about the baptism of the yeah. Holy Spirit, and I think you see, you see the change. I hope that answers your question, Emily.
2: I think one more thing, though, besides that, is that he's a, called the Counselor, mm. and the Holy Spirit um, will will show you the way and give you um, answers to why things are happening in your life you know that's what i've seen in prayer ministry is that he's always been there and he when if you're stressed and you ask the holy spirit to come he comes it's like he's i think sometimes we forget that he's a counselor yeah he counsels us yeah. And he brings, he brings answers and peace to a lot of our life issues, which I've seen for 17 years in the, in the counseling office, prayer ministry office, is that he does come. When you renounce or reject stress, yeah. the Holy Spirit just comes. You know, the he practic- fills
1: whatever void you give him, yeah. whatever you vacate. Yeah. He does. And I think that's probably the one-size-fits-all baptism where you have to speak in tongues or you have to stomp your feet or it's got to be this one experience. True. I think that's where we've really screwed people up and we've really made people stop seeking it. Because the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the gentlemanly overtaking of you by the Holy Spirit, but he only takes what you yield and surrender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that you want to be immersed, then you surrender all. And and if you don't, you're not going to have the benefits. You're going to constantly be one foot in each world. You're going to end up lukewarm. That's yeah. right.
2: And I think, that, I think that, and I know this, we're taking a long time on this, on this question, but I think it, what we have seen is that it becomes experiential. Um, yeah. Christianity it, that a lot of the younger generation doesn't have the uh, foundation of who Jesus is or the right. Bible or what they don't even know the scriptures, so they're just seeking experience after experience. Mm. And it's a one dimensional Christianity, yeah. it's the Holy Spirit filling in all those places, and He's very practical. So I just want to kind of that.
1: And it's a
0: very good question. Yeah,
2: Greg Thank you. And Thank you great Thanks, question,
0: Emily. Thank you for that question. So uh, important. We've got another Canadian listeners asking We ask like a Canadians. We do. Apparently, the poutine last Q and A poutine debacle. That I'm didn't so scare sorry. Them off. Oh, cheese! I'm they're so sorry. They stayed back. with us. Wow. They did. So. Even,
2: though wow. They
1: did so. Even though I can't imagine cheese. Yeah. Curd. Well,
0: what is that? Uh, Liqui- lumpy. Li- liquid? Li- lumpy Liquid. Li- lumpy, no. Liquid. Yeah, chunky, yeah. Chunky. 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 Chunky liquid. liquid. Chunky. That was pretty chunky funny. Liquid, right.
1: Let's just say it again. Chunky.
2: Okay, <laughs> ask a question. <laughs> Go so ahead.
0: Uh, this, did you know there was a province in Canada called Prince Edward Island? Yes, I do. P- P- okay. P-E-I. P-E-I, P-E-I. 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 I so I do Carly know. from P-E-I. Oh, P. I. Yeah, that's All awesome. We know people from P-E-I. I we think, do. I, I don't think, remember who they are, yeah, but we Well, we, we do. know Carly. And Carly, P-E-I.
2: bless you. Carly. So
0: Carly asked, um, I think we've been talking about, you know, uh, following Jesus a few weeks ago in our How Do We Follow – Um, how do we lead that one she she heard us talking about um, leaving everything behind to follow Jesus and so she asked a pretty practical question if Jesus asks us to leave everything to follow him does that mean that he would ask my husband to leave me and our kids to follow him and I was like wow that's a that's a pretty like I'd never thought of it that way like I always just think well We'll follow you, Jesus, right? So, what, what do you think about that? Do you, have, do you have, like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind?
2: Well, I, I, I'd say I'm going to defer to Steve <laughs> that way. Okay,
1: so there's the word leave is definable, Steve. right? So and then I'll pa- go from there. Paul the Apostle certainly left his wife and family because he had to, to have the position he had in the Sanhedrin, he had to be the husband of one wife, and it really generally was the father of what child. But that one wasn't as strict as husband of one wife. So the chances of it, and he refers to having left everything and everybody, you know, behind to go serve Jesus. But it isn't, doesn't, I mean, he wasn't on mission 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 a year. He, over the period of his lifetime of ministry, he, we only read about his times. And he certainly left his family To go minister and history is full of God calling men to leave the family to go to the mission field Mm -hmm. and almost exclusively for the purpose of bringing the family there we read about John G Lake and his people that went to South Africa and how many of them died in the of actual hunger and famine and every kind of violence there was and the men left their families by dying Mm -hmm. and so there's lots of answers to this But if the question is, would Jesus ever tell my husband to divorce me or leave me behind and, you know, to go serve him, the answer is flat out no. Mm -hmm. Leave them geographically, but take care of them, provide for their care, and come back to them. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And and even as you establish the mission to bring them to you, they are your family. You are united with them. You're tied together in soul. you are one. Mm -hmm. So many women have had to sacrifice their husbands or men having to sacrifice their wives to follow Jesus Christ. And yes, he does call people to do things like that, but not in terms of divorce, not in terms of permanent separation, Mm -hmm. but in terms of I have to I have to go. I'll see you when I get back. Now, today we have video phone and phone calls and we have jet airplanes to get you around the world in less than a day. And in those <coughs> days, they traveled very by, you know, slow, slow donkey, um, small ships across yeah. vast seas. So it was really very common for someone to leave the house to go. Never I'm going to go that. the Oregon Trail and I'm going to make a home for you. And then I'm going to have you come join me. Yeah. And then they die on the way. And no one, no one writes this lady and tells her your husband died. They just never hear from him again. Yeah. So we live in a very special time that allows us this question. But no one would question it in all the history of Christianity. Um, Jesus would never tell you to leave your family, divorce your family. We had one guy put his wedding ring in the offering. I offer my family and divorce. because and, and the truth was he just was very unhappy in his marriage. Yeah. And, he, and he blamed the Lord for his decision to divorce, right? And he met someone else, too, later mm-hmm. came out. But that, that, that kind of stuff is hyper-spiritual garbage. That's Christian hodgepodge gobbledygook. But the other the scenarios I said about him calling you away to to for the purpose of ministry to come back to keep them safe mm. and come back to them that's that's likely go ahead
2: oh I think um, also sometimes we pray and we think we hear but we pray through an idol mm. um, lots of times girls who want to marry you know whoever they're asking the Lord and they hear the answer bec- and it, but it comes through them because it's their wishes. Um, I'm not exactly sure the context Marriage
1: being the idol, right? Right. I'm not sure
2: mm-hmm. the context t- context of of Carly's uh, Carly right yep. uh, question. Um, my, the first thing I thought about was um, it was actually scripture that was given to us when when uh, we were in uh, reading, and it, it's um, I'd say Amos, and it says, "Unless two uh, agree, how do they walk together?" So if both of you are agreeing on something. Um, You know, I don't know if you're married to a Christian, non-Christian, you know, what Mm -hmm. the scenario is. But the Bible's really clear about if you're if you are with a non-Christian, how you should live and divorce and all that. Um, So it's kind of but 100 percent no with what Steve said and 100 percent yes with what Steve said. So that just just depends upon the scenario. I guess we have to know the backstory. We
1: we just had our associate pastor called home by Jesus, Mm -hmm. left a beautiful wife and four small children, young children. He called him home, called him home. 42 so, yes he called him away from her and she is left to make it in life without him and so yes and no yeah under this right. under all these different scenarios and it's really we have no doubt about god's calling in his life because we prayed we sought.
2: And, and if carly it, wants to re, re, re you know like right back again and kind of give us clarify a little more info, yeah. any other we'd parts know, of that question carly. we'd be glad to
0: answer that cool. too she she does have a couple more okay um, so this one i thought was pretty good um, so, we, we often talk around here, how do we be Christians in a non Christian environment? And she's asking the question, how, how can I still be a light for Jesus? How can I live radical and countercultural in a Christian environment?
2: Oh, that's really good. In an
0: environment where everybody around you is already a Christian. Mm-hmm. How can you still be. How you stand out? Yeah. How do you love the least of these and be countercultural the way Jesus called us to be?
2: I don't think
1: there's any communities Jesus. that are mutually exclusive, all 100% Christian. But inside of Christianity, I
0: think where so I I had used to interview kids for camp and say, like, I'd ask them a question. What do you do to tell other people about Jesus? And so some of these uh, in this community that he's in, it's not the same as Carly's. I don't believe in Prince Edward Island. But here in, in Manitoba, this this kid said, I don't think I've ever met somebody who has claimed to not be a christian That's right. just just in some of those so in well, in that situation in I that think- case
1: of course you Lucky live Jesus. so you live true christianity true christianity is love hmm. the fruit of the holy spirit it's giving and there is no family you get to a family of just a few people and there's opportunity to give there's opportunity to uh be the good samaritan there's opportunities to uh take take care of yeah. h- love be kind to, serve, pray for. Mm-hmm. And the radicalness of it is a, a prayer of love, a, a constant prayer of love, a challenging. For me, it's my life as in a, in a community of Christians is to challenge them to come further up and farther in, to stand in front of them and be uh, examinable, someone they can look at and say, I'm going to inspect you and see if you're real. And they say, almost 100% of the time, you're so real that's how you do you you you, you really read jesus and be say. jesus to your crowd mm-hmm. challenging them to come on up further and telling them the truth of what we should live showing yeah. it. the truth of reading jesus if you're in a christian community you're going to be radical saying read jesus I'm dead serious. You're going to be resisted. You're going to become against. I mean, it, reading Jesus is the key to everything. And so in a Christian community, it's the first thing that dies. Mm. We'd rather read a good, uh, a good proverb, We'd rather read Deuteronomy and quote what God did in the camp. Yeah. You know, I had a guy just blurt out at a table the other day that God told him they couldn't go poop in the camp because if they did, he wouldn't come into the camp. And that was this. That's the message he wanted to share to a group of pastors. We got to quit pooping in our camp. I'm like from Deuteronomy. I'm like or numbers or something. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Let's live our life. What we need is Jesus.
0: (laughs) Don't tell me where I can and can't poop.
1: No, God did say that. But that that is I mean, that is the message. But why talk about Deuteronomy and pooping in the camp when we don't live in that camp? It isn't apropos to us. We don't live in that camp. We serve the same God, and we can say, "Oh, great, He is put off by coarse stuff, you know, yeah. even stuff He created like defecation." But <laughs>
2: now you call it defecation?
1: Yeah, why not? <laughs> this
2: third time or fourth yeah. time? Uh, okay. Right around around okay. Yeah,
1: it's we're we're living in
0: the no 20s, 20s. poutine in the camp.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. So <laughs> now you said that. So it yeah, is truth neat.
2: about our God, and so
1: we have. We need to start talking about Jesus and what he says about love and sacrifice and laying down your life, being selfless and that kind of stuff. And I think that if we begin to share that in a non-self-righteous way in our communities, just here, I want to share this with you here. I was thinking of you here kindness and goodness and self-control and yeah. we, we 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 share the things of jesus where i was reading where jesus said this and it shocked me and i was convicted and we share it from a personalizing standard yeah. we certainly will be radical in our community if there's not a poor person around no one's hungry no one's thirsty no one's naked and afraid i'll bet you'll find that afraid person anywhere yeah. but no one's naked and afraid and you don't you don't you don't have a prison within driving distance you don't have strangers. Everyone's your friend in your community. You still are going to find ways that's to right. practice the presence of Jesus yeah. and, and serve him. That's really
2: good. I think I think that's really true is that just um, read Jesus and then do what he said. He was He was amongst the religious. He was amongst c- Christians. You know, and, yeah, he, and, was, he was and, in the and, covenant and people he, when he, he was speaking. He, yeah, and, and I think it's really, really a good point is that when you read Jesus and you're in a Christian community, you're going to be radical by just – live in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Just live Jesus. Read Jesus, live Jesus.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Now, we probably don't have too much more time, but that's something you actually do, Vicki, very regularly. Like, you you do go out, like, I see you taking people out for coffee or yeah. taking people out for lunch or having people over to your house, and it's, it's not usually non-Christian folks. It's usually being mom or mother yeah. uh, to... Christian women usually, right?
2: Stir them up. I had coffee this morning with a lady and you know as you as you get a feel for people you and when you're reading Jesus and your house is built on the words of Jesus and you're acting upon them, you get a read of the land really quickly of what when, not everybody that says Lord, Lord is a Christian, you know, and it's not for you to judge, but you get you get kind of, a, you get kind of a, a marching order as to how to proceed. So for me, it's always bringing back the name of Jesus Christ. It's not God, it's Jesus, every knee oh, shall sure. bow. So today, meet and wait for coffee, it's like I always want to say, well, it's Jesus, it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so there's no confusion as to what i'm saying who i am or who i'm following um like i said not everybody says lord lord is, is saved so it, it really is just bringing bring in the simple gospel of jesus christ and not being ashamed of the gospel or his name i think yeah. for all the listeners if i could do one thing I, in fact i'm always begging people i just had coffee two weeks with a lady i said listen you say god all the time you god can be a cow in india god can be a tree god can be the sun people there's there's differing opinions of who god is bring it to jesus there is no confusion in the name of jesus christ Mm. no matter where you are
0: that's right that's good that's really cool you know somebody told me they had coffee with you once and they said i found myself sharing way more than i thought i was going to (laughs) with vicky yeah and i don't even regret it and i was like wow i've had that same experience with vicky um (laughs) and it's and it's really cool and I think that's part of going back to the question of the baptism of the Holy Spirit I saw people when you read Jesus it's like the people who he's talking with they're spilling their guts to him and and they may ne- might never have you know said those words to anybody else that's but, right um, so it shows that you have Jesus with you and and you're baptized in him by going out to these people and yeah you just it
2: just it's just my life is for Jesus everything I do is for Jesus Every answer is Jesus. Every answer is read Jesus. Every answer is do Jesus. Every answer is when you, you have fallen or you sinned. It's come back to Jesus. It's ask for forgiveness. It's yep. just as very simple that my my four year old granddaughter can figure this out. Yep. That's how simple we have made it so confusing. Mm-hmm. And not it like not every person who's a Christian. We think we all have the same grid. The same, the same litmus test, the same foundation, and we don't, we don't have the same foundation. Sure. I don't live my life to, with proverbs. Mm-hmm. I don't even really read proverbs anymore. I, anymore. It's great. It's in old, it's in the Old Testament but it contradicts what Jesus says. Mm-hmm. So the confusion of the, the again, marrying the old Testament and new Testament. And it's like, I'm really happy that people spill just want to tell me everything, you know, and, yeah. and I always want to bring it back to the, to Jesus. Let slowly. me clarify
1: the Proverbs saying, if you read Proverbs, you find out who God is.
2: That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: And if you read it to find out who he is, not to Perfect. have quotable quotes, but to read who he is. Perfect. Guess what happens?
2: You find out who it God is. It
1: scares you into Jesus's arms. Yeah. Because the, the new covenant deal that he's offering us protects Way you better. from the god of the first covenant he, yeah. d- he will not treat you like the first covenant he'll treat you like the new covenant if you follow the new yeah. covenant That's right yeah. and so it, yeah. when when all else fails when you we have nothing else to to go to go ahead and read jesus and try doing what he says and you're going to see the, the world is a different place yeah. so you read the gospels the Bible, the red letters and the explanations in the epistles to find out how to live this Jesus in this world. How do I live Jesus in this world? Well, the apostles will tell you and Jesus will tell you. Mm -hmm. You want to know who the God is making the deal with you. You read Genesis to Malachi Hmm. and you're going to find out this God who makes this deal lives his deals. And you, he didn't, he wasn't real happy with people who didn't live their deal. So he makes a new covenant deal with us and he didn't change. He's still not happy with people who don't live his covenant. And so Jesus makes a new covenant, a new covenant I That's give good. to you, I bring to you. Why don't we just act upon the words of Jesus when all else fails and see what happens? And he's radical. That's he's great. give it all, serve with all, oh boy. L- work, work tirelessly, go after him, go after your neighbor, take care of your neighbor. Who's my neighbor? Well, let me tell you a story. Who's your neighbor? Yeah. Tells the prodigal, the, the, the good Samaritan mm-hmm. in the ditch cost that guy air a lot. Anyway. I'm sorry, I went off. You could have took good. off on a whole nother podcast. landing
2: gear.
0: We were flying, man. The landing gear came down, and the landing gear went, went right, right back, back up. And <laughs> and <I was> <laughs> like, <laughs> we went, we went, we went, pedal like, to the metal. The going? guy's like, no, down, down. Down, <laughs>
1: down, down, Simba, down, chair <laughs> and whip. Down. We have a good time. <laughs> Thanks for those questions. I think we're over time, aren't we?
0: We are a little bit over time, but it's really good. I Definitely <laughs> our, our three, four people ask questions. <laughs> we'll really appreciate it. If you've got more, we really like doing these Q&A ones. I do. Time just kind of flies. Flies. So if you've got more, we've got a stockpile because we didn't get to all of them today, but you can email me. My email is in the description there. And if uh, any one of our questions was something that you're like, oh, wow, I really like that. I need to share that with a friend or I know somebody else who has the same question, too. You can go to uncommonpodcast.com. And we just just forgot to mention, you guys are wearing your I know. School of Transformation that's shirts. Right. We are matchy-matchy. Matchy. Today is the first day for our fall semester of the School of Transformation, our full-time in-person school. And so I guess we're starting our ad campaign for March of 2021, right? That's yes, so.
2: right. Well, that's what Luke said, but I think, I think.
0: If
1: you came if right you now, came, we'd let you in. I,
2: I would. Okay, really? Seriously? Yeah. I was going to say I that. I How do you like I interrup- said, I, being interrupted? I haven't interrupted you. Oh, my gosh. How do you see with that log in your eye? Oh, Mr. Holy Mr. moly. The spectology. Move, move out of the way. He's going to kill you with that log. The log <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Let's just go. Let's just, never mind.
1: That's great. Well, we'd probably so, let you in if you signed up now, though. Nonetheless, all spectology and logging aside, that's, yeah.
2: that's actually in the um, in the module, the, the um, SOT light. Yeah, it's, it's spectology, isn't
0: it? Inspect, yeah. Take the log out of you, getting you the log out of your own eyes, so you can go. and Steve be a teaches good spectologist. it. You're expected to be a spectologist, but first you got to be a logger. That's right. <laughs> So log into the podcast log and in. we will we will get you all squared away. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.
2: That's right. God bless you.